Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We had more drama to discuss here. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Max. Joe Fortenbaugh joining us right now, ESPN Daily Wager on the Goodyear Hotline. Because, Joe, you need to be in on this discussion here. Because, I mean, Key just loves starting trouble. How do I start trouble? Because uh, we're talking about food. We're a week See the way he frames the key? Yeah. See the way he frames the key? It's messed up. Is, is it, though? I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> Joe, I think it's more it, like starting it, a conversation. I think it's an accurate I'm portrayal. To, I'm just trying to understand. We're a week away from Thanksgiving, and you keep, you keep arguing about food. No, I'm not arguing. I'm having conversations about different taste buds and preparations of food mm-hmm. in different cultures of how and what is at the table for African Americans versus y'all. whites or y'all or whatever. <laughs> that's how you, you always do it. Say, y'all. That's what y'all eat. And, and, and those are the conversations that I'm y'all. having. I'm just trying to understand uh-huh. because as I set my mind, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing. Yeah, I am too. As I'm going to friends' houses, a house, mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. yet, I'm only going to one house, oh, and we're all gathering. Yes. And I already kind of know what is going to be there for them. The menu. The menu. Oh. And I know what I'm bringing, and I know mm-hmm. what other people are bringing. So I just ask the simple questions. All right. That's for, all. First and foremost, dressing or stuffing? What is it? It's stuffing for me. Yeah, it's stuffing. stuffing. I don't want to see a red box. Question. If Joe? I see a red box on the counter, it's no, no, no. stuffing. It is stuffing for me as well. Okay, so we're all in agreement there. Yeah. Wait, Joe. You- Joe, I got one for you, Joe. Sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? Ooh. Pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah. see, it's going to stay in the see, corner. It's not yet. What do you mean? Yeah, it's going to stay in the corner. Why? I can't, I can't touch it. it. Why I can't you, do it. What are you not talking Tether about? Heather Dennis did the same thing last year, Key. I can't, I can't rock pumpkin with it. pie. It's not my thing. Why not? It's gross. Have with you the ever cream. had it? Joe, I've you put whipped cream it. on it, Joe? A little whipped cream. I do the whole thing, yeah, whipped cream oh, and all that. And it's a once a year thing because I think this is where we get bogged down in the argument. Right now, I think we're having the argument between whether or not pumpkin pie is good or not. For me, and I think for a lot of people, it's the one time of year you're having it. So whether or not I like it, it's just a delicacy for that day. You're not going to see me eating pumpkin pie on July 4th. I'll tell you that much. But I'll tell you what, if you made it, I would. It's okay, then that's a guy who loves it. pumpkin like, pie. You're not really getting a pumpkin in July to make a pumpkin pie. Do you, do you Joe, do you like cranberry sauce? Oh, here we go. I'll have some cranberry sauce, yeah. Do, do you want it? Ocean spray, or do you want it homemade? <laughs> I would prefer homemade in just about any category, yes. See, I'm ocean yeah, spray. I need the rigid top of the can. Yeah. I need, I the, can. I need to open both nice, cans from sweeter. both sides, shake it out, right, and I need to fruit. slice it on the ridges right there yep. nice and easy. Yeah. I need the gel and everything. Same. Same. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> Joe, Joe, have you had a sweet potato pie before? I have, yes. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. Okay. Yeah, not, not, nothing wrong with it. Another, you guys are putting me to the test here, and you don't want to guess who's going to come on and dance and tell you that I love both, and it's a really tough oh, yeah, decision. No, like, it, we're going to make some serious no, last one for business you know, decisions Joe. here. Here's mm-hmm. the last one for you. Mm-hmm. You like catfish? Not particularly. Okay, do you like fish in general? Uh, no, that's the thing. I grew up with a fish allergy that okay. I recently oh, kicked Joe, in the last few years. Joe, okay. All right, well then, all right, thanks, Keith. Scrap that one. No, he doesn't eat fish. Joe now is like, he, he made him have well, to Well, here's, here's the thing, here's personal. the thing. I'm open to suggestions because in the last few years, the allergy disappeared so I've been stepping into the world of seafood. I know it sounds crazy. I'm big on the crab cakes these days. Ooh, big on the crab cakes. Crab Had some halibut not too long ago. I'm big on that as well. Key, but I understand the if there's some, some way I should prepare catfish, 
I'm happy to listen and happy to give it a try. Well, I'm assuming you, you're you're going to recommend the beer battered version. Oh, I got it. Oh, oh, I can't believe you said I that. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I can't believe you said I, that, Joe. You, uh, turn in. Turn. The beer batter version. Joe. <laughs> Joe. No. Yes. It has to Tremendous. be fried, pan fried in cornmeal. No damn beer batter. All right. All right. What I'll about give it what Black about kids. black and cabbage? Black is Absolutely. fine, but we going we we're trying to eat very very unhealthy, and we want to pan fry it. <laughs> in. Wait wait, if you're going unhealthy, very very unhealthy, yeah. we are beer battering it. No, hundred percent. Yes, beer batter so gross. Play it, fish and hey, chips. Hey, get out of here. This segment <laughs> brought on. to you by Lipitor. Remember to take your Lipitor every chance you get. <laughs> well done, Joe. Well done. Oh, man. All right. Like, I guess let's get to business then, shall yeah. we? Joe Farnbaugh joining us right now from ESPN Daily Wager. Let's go through some games with you uh, as we do each week. So let's start with Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay laying the two we have so far in the over-under at 49. So interesting matchup here with the Packers as a small favorite taking on the Vikings in this game. Minnesota, the key factor with them is always going to be how they play at home versus on the road. Defensively, they're one of the best in the business when they play at home. They really ride that crowd noise. They're giving up just 17 points per game at home. That's third best in the NFL. When they go on the road, it's a different story. They rank 28th in scoring defense when playing on the road. They're giving up about 29 points per game. That's good news for a guy like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers who are back healthy, playing good football as of late. I haven't seen a whole lot of movement on this point spread since it hit the board. I think the public's going to be all over Green Bay. If it somehow finds its way to three, which I doubt will happen, I think the pros will come back on Minnesota. This is always a tough one for me because Minnesota's at home against the Green Bay Packers. Minnesota this year in particular hasn't played that great at home, especially Kirk Cousins. But for whatever weird reason, I believe that they're going to win this football game and it's not going to be nearly as a blowout as most people probably would think. I think it's going to be one of those games where people look and go, oh, Kirk Cousins actually can play football. All right, Joe, Cincinnati laying one at Las Vegas over under 49.5. Game open as a pick so there was essentially no point spread. You just had to pick the winner, and then the money came in on Cincy and moved it to minus one. Not a huge surprise there. Cincinnati off the bye. They've lost a couple in a row, so this is a good get-right spot for them. For the Raiders, what do we make of them? I think some of us have been waiting the last few weeks, possibly months, for the inevitable implosion with everything that's happened to that organization, combined with the fact that the last two years, they've done a really good job of breaking from the gates early and then collapsing in the second half of the season. And it looks like that's what's happening now. Getting beat by the Chiefs, nothing wrong with that. Getting humiliated at home on Sunday Night Football by the Chiefs, that's a different story. And to combine that with a loss at New York against the Giants, the week before, who were ravaged by COVID in that game, it looks like the wheels are starting to come off the bus. You do have some value here on the Raiders, considering you don't have to lay any points for them playing at home. I would probably be looking to Cincinnati to get right here. It feels like the Raiders are starting to come unglued. Yeah, the Raiders do look like they're starting to come unglued, although I think the glue will get sticky in in Las Vegas this weekend (laughs) for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals will all of a sudden – be start to bundle bingo again. We've seen them over the last couple of weeks struggle, and now coming off a bye, going to Las Vegas, all of those sort of things, I think you see Derek Carr and the rest of this team finally take another step because the division is within reach. All right, the next game we'll do here, Keith's favorite team, the Cardinals. They're laying two and a half at Seattle and over under of 48 in this game, guys. 
So this one opened Arizona minus one and quickly shot up to two and a half. Main reason for that is twofold. Look at what we saw from Russell Wilson last week. He was back against Green Bay, but was he? It looks like that finger injury could be something that lingers. You got to get used to how the ball comes off the hand. You got to dial back in your accuracy, your timing, your precision. That could take some time here, and this is not the opponent you want to be tinkering with to try to get right. Arizona stumbled as of late. They've dealt with some injuries, but... It looks like from this point spread move, we should expect to see Kyler Murray back this weekend. There used to be a time where you'd be terrified to bet against the Seahawks when playing at home. Not anymore. They're one and three at home this season. Tennessee went in and beat them. Uh, The Rams went in and beat them. The Saints went in and beat them. The only win they have at home is against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So money coming in on Arizona. I'd expect some resistance if this got up to three. And that's where Seattle money would show up in the market. You know, I can't see where coming back for Russell Wilson, I know he had a stinker in Green Bay, but coming back up in up in Seattle, you know, you probably get a little tropical storms, a little rain coming down, a little mist, all those sort of things in that stadium with the 12th man. And whether or not Kyler Murray plays in this game, I can't see where Seattle is going to surrender to Colt McCoy minus DeAndre Hopkins at home in Seattle when they desperately need a win. All right, Joe, Indianapolis at Buffalo over under 50, Buffalo seven-point spread. All right, so if you like the Colts, or I should say if you like the Bills in this situation, you're probably going to want to make that purchase sooner rather than later. The game opened with the Bills as a seven-point favorite. It's remained there all week, but all indicators are that if it moves, it's going to move to Buffalo minus seven and a half before it moves to Colts plus six and a half, all right? So that's the key for that game. Um. What do we make of this Indianapolis offense? I found myself betting on a lot of their games recently, so I've been watching them closer than maybe some other teams. If you can pressure Carson Wentz, it's over. That's it. It's over. I mean, I watched it last week against Jacksonville. They jumped up 17-0 on the riding a blocked punt for a touchdown, and then the offense completely shut down. They couldn't run the ball. They were very vanilla. They were very predictable. Carson Wentz was under fire all day. You're going to go to the Ralph in November against a really good Bills team, and you're telling me Wentz is going to be able to communicate out there and figure out what he needs to do? I don't know. They're going to be able to bring the pass rush. Not saying I'd lay the full seven, but for those who like six-point teasers, I think this is an excellent six-point teaser play. You bring it all the way down to one. You just need to cover the one. You team it up with another team. It would be Dallas. Take them from two and a half up to eight and a half. That's your six-point teaser of the week. Yeah, I... I got to look at it and say to myself, I think when you look at this football game, it's one of those deals where who's going who's gonna to come out on top, right? Is it going to be KC? Is it going to be Dallas? Like, which team in the end? We're not there yet. Well, that's what he just said. Oh, which game was it? <laughs> Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo game. Oh, Indianapolis-Buffalo. For some reason, I looked up yeah, and screen, saw – Yeah, he updated the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Indianapolis-Buffalo oh, game – Buffalo is at home in this one. Indy is the playoff game last year with Phillip Rivers at the quarterback spot. They've got to run the football with Carson Wentz to have success, and I think they can with Jonathan Taylor and get the one-on-one matchups with Michael Pittman Jr. And if that is the case, then the Indianapolis Colts win this game. Feels like this will be a closer game than seven. All right, next up, Dallas. This is the game Key wanted to talk about. Cowboys at Chiefs. Chiefs being at home, laying two and a half with the over-under of 56 in this one, Joe. What do you think? 
It's been sitting at two and a half all week. There hasn't been any movement, which is very interesting because you're wondering if there's going to be enough Kansas City money to get it to three, then you would watch a lot of people jump on Dallas to get that full field goal while playing on the road. Conversely, you know, what do we make of the Kansas City Chiefs? They're off that blowout win against the Raiders, but how much weight do we want to put on that, right? Recency bias is a very real thing that we have to be careful of. We have to forget some of these results, and we got to be able to look at the totality of what's been produced this season. Dallas has been very, very good throughout the course of the entire year, right? They had one bad game where they laid an egg against Denver, and they came back and smashed the Falcons the following week. I'm not buying into Kansas City because of this little winning streak right now. I know some people are trying to say they're back. You beat up on the Raiders, who we talked about earlier, on the verge of implosion. The week before that, you beat a Aaron Rodgers less Green Bay team that was it that game was in Kansas City and you still didn't cover the spread and then the week before that you went you hosted the Giants on Monday Night Football who were again ravaged by COVID and you couldn't take advantage of that situation either you won but you didn't cover the spread so I'm not necessarily buying into Kansas City just yet I like the spot for the Cowboys I'm gonna buy into Kansas City I think Kansas City has found their groove against the Raiders and they will continue to try and assault uh, unleash on the Dallas Cowboys secondary. I know when you look at it, Diggs is back there. People feel good about those eight interceptions. But the one thing with him, double moves always get him. And the one thing that Tyreek Hill can do, he can double move you and go. So I like Kansas City in this one. I think Dallas, it'll be a close one. Dallas will still be my favorite to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC, even if they lose to Kansas City. All right, Joe, give us some final thoughts on this weekend. Let's go, baby. Porter Crawford. Oh, Porter Crawford. All right, I'm glad we're talking about this. So I went and I saw Max on set yesterday. I'm looking forward to the fight Saturday night. To me, personally, this is the best thing about living in Las Vegas. So Terrence Crawford is a monster favorite here, minus 700. No surprise on that one. I'm not going to take the risk of laying minus 700 in a one-on-one event where one big punch can end everything, right? Sean Porter is an aggressive fighter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bet Crawford wins this fight by KO, TKO, or DQ. Essentially, he needs to win by stoppage. Don't get to the cards, and that's plus 160. So rather than risk $700 to win $100, I'm risking 100 to win 160. The catch is, if Crawford wins a decision or loses the fight, I lose the bet. Porter, as I just mentioned, very aggressive fighter. Loves to come forward. He is going to be willing to take some shots in order to give some shots. This is the best fighter he's ever gone against in Terrence Crawford. Orthodox, uh, South Paul, he can switch it up on you. He's a master tactician. I think what happens is he's going to frustrate Porter early. Porter's going to get ultra aggressive late trying to win the fight with one big shot. And he's going to get caught as a result. So I would play Crawford to win by stoppage at plus 160. All right, Crawford for the win. All right, it's time now for House Money delivered by FanDuel. Evan, tell us where all the guys stand. Yeah, not a great week, guys. Everybody lost money. Uh, Key lost $114.50. Wow! $75 on the Ravens to cover, $75 on the Rams to cover. He did win $35.50 back on New England on the money line. Uh, Jay lost almost $21. $20.90 Jay lost. Max lost $15.90. Joe lost 6 bucks. So, Joe has taken the lead now. He's at one ten seventy. dollars uh, Key is next at ninety eight oh seven. Jay after that eighty nine oh five. Followed by Max at eighty seven eighty one. So that's where everybody stands. I have Max's picks, so I'm just going to read them now, and then you guys can go. Max is taking ten dollars on New England to beat the Falcons on the money line. Ten dollars Bengals over Raiders on the money line. 
$10 Green Bay to cover against Minnesota and $10 Cincinnati to cover against the Raiders. Joe, you're up. All right, three bets this week. Standard betting, lay 550 to try and win $5, right? Risk 550 to try and win $5. Game number one is going to be under 49 points in the Packers-Vikings game for a lot of the reasons we laid out earlier. Minnesota at home versus on the road, the defensive splits, giving up just 17 points per game at home. I trust them to get some stops against Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. They don't need to get a lot. They just need to get some. This is a relatively high total. Everyone always talks about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. The two are synonymous. Look at what the Packer defense has done so far this season. Third in scoring D. Third in opponent yard per play. Last seven games, they're giving up just 13 points per game. And offensively, they're dead last in pace. They're not exactly flying up and down the field. This game has all the makings of an under. Money's coming in on the under. Packers-Vikings under 49 total points. Game number two, Dallas plus two and a half at Kansas City. I'm not buying into Kansas City's recent winning streak. I laid out all the reasons just a few moments ago. The Chiefs have only covered the spread once in those last three games. Their their history against the spread going back to last season has been abysmal. They've been a money pit. They still rank 30th in opponent yards per play, 30th in turnover differential, 17th in penalties per game. Cowboys 4-0 against the spread on the road this season, and they're beating the closing number by an average of 6.1 points per game. They're not winning by 6 points per game. They're beating the spread by 6 points per game. That is incredible. And then number three, Cincinnati and Las Vegas over 49 and a half total points in that game. I think the Bengal offense is going to be able to torch what the Raiders are trying to do defensively right now. And in an effort to try to keep up, it's going to turn into a shootout. Carr and the Raiders are going to have to throw the ball all over the lot. This game has overwritten all over it to me. So to recap, Dallas plus two and a half. Packers, Vikings under 49. Bengals, Raiders over 49 and a half. Risk 550 to win five on all three. I'm going to... Spend all $98 and whatever change I have Woo-hoo! on the Raiders to beat the Bengals. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I of all the go. options out there, that's the, that's the one that you went. That's, that's the surefire one, huh? Woo! That's key okay. knowing I got to go home. So <laughs> <laughs> Casino's closing. I got to go home, right? <laughs> have I got $10 on the, the Cowboys to, to beat the spread versus the Chiefs, and I have – Five dollars on the Bills, the cover versus the Colts. Pushing it all to the center. That's it. That's it. That's what, it. What's your motivation? That's the Raiders it. are gonna win. You just believe that. I know they're gonna win. I seen these Bengals. He's quadrupling down on I the Raiders. I know who the Bengals are. You heard how Joe described what I, he described. Joe's like, a professional. Yeah. And I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Joe, great stuff as always. Thanks so much. All the best. Have a great Thanksgiving. Appreciate you, pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks so much. Have a great Thanksgiving as well. Cornmeal. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm changing the menu this year. My wife, turkey's out. Uh, Cornmeal. uh, Cornmeal what? Catfish? Catfish. Yeah, Yeah, That should go over well. (laughs) That should go over well. Looking forward to it. House will smell great, too. (laughs) (laughs) See you, boys. That's house money. Get your first bet risk-free when you sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook using promo code K. J M. Do you really put all your money in? Yeah. Like you like you're just trying to get out of the game? No, I'm gonna win. Have you put all your money on one game before? Is that common for you? No, I put a lot of money on a lot of games. You just yeah, you put Yeah, the Ravens they mess me over. 
The Ravens got me. Who else got me, so Evan? That, that game, yeah, that, that Thursday game. The Ravens got me. The Rams. You yeah, bet the Rams. on the Rams on, or the 49ers. Seriously? Yeah, the Rams 49ers, they got me. But did you, you go money line or spread on that one? I don't remember. I lost. <laughs> That's all I know. He certainly But did. New England. Spread. He, he laid the points. Too. Yeah, laid oh, the points. yeah, okay. Yeah, but, but, but uh, the, the uh, New England Patriots, they – they did their thing. Mm-hmm. Should have just put everything on them. Gee, that's that's the what thing. I thought you, you were going to teams go. that you know. No, no, I know the Raiders. I know the Raiders. You know what's going on there? Yeah, they cool. They all right. Don't worry about me. I got this. Okay. We'll have to check in next this. week and find out if you if you do know this. And coming up next, a, f- a former college football player who's won multiple championships in another sport joins us next. Keyshawn, J. Will Max, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM, Channel 80. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Welcome back, Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Key, what do you have against beer-battered, you know, like cod or, you know. I mean, cod is fine. Cot? Yeah, cod. Beer-battered like cod is fine. Oh, yeah. Not catfish. So it's all right. So it's strictly just the catfish. Catfish. Because yeah. you were saying beer-battered like it's disgusting. No, 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 no. Catfish. And then we brought up fish and chips, and you're like – who eats that? No, no, fish and chips. And I got okay, offended. With, I'm, with I'm the, part with Irish. The malt vinegar deal and all that. What's I get wrong it. with that? I, that's that's on you. I don't. I, when I fry my fish, <laughs> I want it in cornmeal, though. That's on you. I'm not eating fish and chips, fish sticks from from uh, what was it, Vandy Camp. Well, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you're ordering fish and chips from Vandy, something wrong getting, with it right now. If you're getting it from Vandy Camp, so you're going like you know. <laughs> If you're going to a chain to get that, uh, yeah, that's a little something different. Yeah, but no, if you're I'm, going to an authentic Irish pub, no, many here in this yeah, city, no, that's good though. If delicious. You're doing that. No, that's different. But you can't fry catfish in beer batter. It's just a no. Okay, that's I didn't realize no. that, that that's what we were no, talking. And about. actually, it's so funny. I got it. Somebody text me. Of course you did. No, somebody text me. Mm-hmm. They go. They go. By the way. If there is a fresh fruit anywhere near my turkey dinner, I'm leaving. Can't spell cranberry without can. <laughs> exactly. I, see, yeah, I, th- I'll buy. I'll buy that. Yes. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. I, I don't need you making that effort. Just get the can, open the can, yes. plop it out, slice it up, put it on the tray. We're good. No, I'm good. But that's you know that's part of Thanksgiving. You're a week away. Yeah. 
Oh, I'll start preparing. Let me see, Thursday. I'll start preparing Tuesday. Yeah, you're a foodie, so you must yeah, be. We, like, yeah, we'll, we, we're going to throw down to start doing everything on Tuesday. Jay, are you hosting this year? Is this, uh, do you host? Uh, I think we're going to go have it uh, with my family in North Carolina. Okay. So, yeah, we're, we're going to go down and bring the kids down there. Make the trip. Parents. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so my mom, my mom, my mom is gonna get in, get in her bag, which I very much look forward to, because I could just watch football and relax with my dad. Wow, all right, so so right, so you are you're off the hook. You don't have to bring anything, really. I'm not key. I'm not Chef Key. You know what I mean? Key beginning. I'm not. I'm not that dude. I'd rather be with the guys playing spades, watching football, kicking it, talking trash to everybody. On the yeah, block. I don't think That's the me. people I'm gonna be having Thanksgiving with even know what spades are. So yeah, they will. They will not be playing spades. Yeah, Keith. they will. They will not be playing spades. I'm sorry to say. We're playing Uno, everybody. <laughs> yes, it would be, yes. <laughs> J. Will that Max, would be probably correct. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Or cornhole tossing arms yes. and things of that nature. Well, we're getting ready for WWE Survivor Series this weekend, and WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Roman. How we doing? I'm doing well, thank you, man. Good morning, guys. All right, Roman. So- I got to ask you, brother. Who is a better wide receiver? We're going there. Your former, t- your former teammate Calvin Johnson, or our own Keyshawn Johnson? Are you gonna really put me on the spot here? Uh, I mean, if, 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 hey, 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 Roman, I'm, I'm gonna help you out. Hey, 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 I'm gonna help you out. Calvin Johnson was okay. a better wide receiver. That's easy. Now move on to the WWE well, I mean, force. <laughs> he don't even want to go into discussion about it. No, I, because it's ridiculous to here. ask the man to go against his teammate. Well, why? It's I'm ridiculous. With you on that. I agree one thousand percent. But if I'm out of here, Roman, you can handle of, pressure. Of I've course, seen you work on the big stage. Of course, that would come from Jason um, Williams. <laughs> actually, it came from Evan. Cool in the kitchen up. right oh, here, man. But again. Keyshawn, you're you're number one, right? You're oh, number one. Every traffic, every team I ever played on. <laughs> Looks like he's That's right. two so, on this I mean, hey, two great competitors, two great athletes. I, you know, I don't think you can uh, ask for much more. Two, two oh, Hall of man. Fame wide receivers right there. Do you oh, have? Don't come up here being politically correct, Roman. We don't need that. Well, no, no. But 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 what I well, love hey, though, what, what we love are stories though. So obviously, do you have any great stories? You, I mean, any Calvin Johnson stories? Any any even a memory where you were like that? Too's the truth. Like anything that stood out to you or that you remember. Calvin's just one of those dudes, man. He's so humble. He's so, um, you know, well-mannered and, and just quiet by nature. But, I mean, on the field, he was a dog, man. Uh, I, I mean, from the get-go, before he was even a freshman, he came in early uh, and was doing some spring workouts with us and stuff. And, you know, we're, we're down there. There's no pads. This is not even shows. We're just kind of, you know, uh, it's like a, a – a pass scale for them and the offensive and defensive lines are just walking through. And we start watching him. And I mean, he's just going in on these guys from day one. And uh, he, he might've been 18 years old at the time. And that's how he was. I mean, you see a lot of those highlights with him uh, in the games, but he was doing this stuff on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you know, at practice to the point where like the coaches had to tell him like, you don't have to dive for every ball in practice. He, I mean, you know, potentially could get hurt. But that's just the type of uh, competitor he was. He wanted to be on an elite level at all times and, and, and showcased every single day. Roman, you get ready to fight in this WWE champion Big E Survivor Series. Like, what am I looking for? Like, what should I expect? Are we getting some, some top rope Superfly snooker type stuff going? <laughs> 
Well, you know, unfortunately, we're both heavyweights, so we I don't I don't do too much of that top rope stuff. Uh, Big E, you know, he might be the one that has to go up because he's he's dealing with me. But man, we're both uh, you know Division One, former Division One athletes. He played at Iowa. I played at Georgia Tech. Both defensive, former def- defensive tackles. Um, Big E is actually one of the strongest human beings I've ever met in my entire life. We go all the way back to uh, WWE's developmental days. Um, back in, you know, 2010, 2011, the guy, I was actually his spot. You can find it on YouTube. I was his spotter. He, he raw benched 575 pounds, I believe that day. Um, so he's a very special athlete. Um, and if you just look at him, you're going to be like, oh yeah, this dude's a freak. Um, and you know, and, and my resume speaks for itself, uh, multi-time WWE champion. I've been on a tear for over a year now. I don't think I've been 10 since like 2018 or something like that. So, I mean, I've just been dominating these dudes for, for, for some time now, even before I came back this past SummerSlam. So, uh, you know, my, my, uh, my resume speaks for itself. The, the work I'm doing is, is unprecedented. Uh, I'm, I'm really trying to push into that greatest of all time within WWE and that's where it's circle now. Roman, you, you've also been in a few with Brock Lesnar recently. Where does that stack up among the athletes in professional wrestling today? Oh, Brock, Brock's going to always be, I mean, from just a pure athletic standpoint, um, the way I just talked about Big E and, and that bench press and that type of strength, that's, that's how Brock is with humans, you know, and, and you guys can, uh, I, I guarantee you understand this, because sometimes, you know, you'll have those workout warriors, you know, those guys who are super strong in the weight room, but when they get on the field, it does not translate. You know, they can move a barbell, but they can't move humans. Uh, and Brock Lesnar is like a professional human mover. That, the guy can throw just about everybody out the club. It's ridiculous. I mean, I've heard stories all the way back, you know, uh, maybe a decade ago, you know, when he was in his first run with the WWE before he went to the UFC. He, he was throwing around the big show, and the big show's a 500-pound giant. And, I mean, completely German, you know, throwing him on his head at will. So, Brock has to be one of the more impressive athletes I've ever been around. But that's how it is, man. I mean, when you played Division One college football, when you, you floated around the NFL and you've seen, you know, these these elite athletes, the WWE is no different because a lot of us are former football players. A lot of us are former Division One athletes or professional athletes. So it's a, it's a wide range of, of specimens for sure. Roman Reigns joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline WWE Survivor Series this weekend, Sunday night at Barclays Center. And it's also the 25th anniversary of The Rock's debut. You talk about wanting to be one of the greatest of all time, to known as uh, you know one of the greats of all time. How much would you like to wrestle him? And what would you say to him to get him to come back and do that? You know, I, I don't think I have to necessarily say much. I, like, I think that body of work and I think the competitive uh, nature that, that we all have within WWE or anyone who's ever stepped foot in, in a WWE ring – um, it, it's, it's just a battle to be on top of the mountain. And, and that's, I mean, it's, it's like the ultra, ultimate uh, alpha male showcasing of, of who, you know, who's going to be the big shark in the tank. Uh, so I think with everything that I've done, um, you know, with, with where I've pushed these, uh, the, this persona and, and the character work, um, you know, and, and my claim, my rightful claim at the head of this table, uh, us being very close um, and, and and like family, I, I, I don't think there's, um, 
you know, there, there's any other choice. If he ever wanted to get back in the WWE ring, I, I'm definitely the guy uh, that he's going to want to be facing off against. But that's just how our family is, man. We have a very special bloodline, um, a, a very unique family business. A lot of, you know, families, they, they bicker and, and they argue, and that's just the way of, that's just nature, right? But we have a very cool opportunity. Anytime we, you know, if, if we have a difference to settle, we get to do it on a global platform in the WWE in, in a ring and, and possibly with a championship on the line. So, I mean, if, if we need to settle differences, uh, we have a very unique way of doing it. Yeah, it's it's a cool way to describe it, too. It's like a teammate's almost in, in a way. Hey, earlier this week, you received an award for work through uh, your years with Make-A-Wish. What did that mean? That I mean, you know, the, the Chris Gracious Award uh, with Make-A-Wish is – probably the coolest accolade I've ever uh, achieved. I, it's it's weird to even call it an accolade or, or an award, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's an award, you know, like just to be able to meet these little, these little heroes and these little warriors. And it's strange because, you know, to have that type of impact on somebody is such a great opportunity and such a blessing. But really, I mean, I, I think they make the most impact on us. You know, we, we're lucky enough to be in a position to, uh, you know, for someone to want to meet us and, and you know, have that effect and, and change their day and, and brighten up their day. But, I mean, I, I really feel like they, they have the biggest impact on, on someone like myself, you know, someone who's portraying a, a hero, someone who's uh, portrayed as a superstar on, on TV, to really be able to go out in, in real life and, and meet people who, you know, are going through that daily adversity, who who have to climb that hill every single day. And they're so young, too. It's not like, you know, to, you know when you're dealing with Make-A-Wish and, and you're getting the, the opportunity to meet these children, they're not adults who, you know, have lived some life. These children have faced this adversity at such a young age. So, to be so resilient um, and, and and to be so thick-skinned and, and so, like, emotionally tough to be able to go through this, it, it's incredible to be able to meet them, and, and it's just a pleasure and, and an honor. Yeah, it brings real meaning to everything that you're doing, right? No doubt about that. Hey, Roman, this was great. A lot of fun to talk to you. Thanks so much. All the best at Survivor Series. Good luck, my man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you uh, for having me, man. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. See, right now, yeah. when you start talking about Thanksgiving and stuff like that, 
this is gonna be playing. Why you still, you know what I'm saying? You 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 winding down. The sun is setting. People full. They laying around. Family members arguing because they've been drinking too long. They arguing about football. They arguing about what happened 15 years ago. How you beat them out of this? During Thanksgiving, all that. All that. You can have this playing during Thanksgiving. Absolutely, because you're going to play Thanksgiving music. You're going to play all that R&B. You're going to have all yeah. that. Yates, get him. You better get him. Yates, bring him back home, man. It's a fact, though. You got to bring him home with us. You're going to have that, Jay. Because you're you going to have all the classics. You're going to have Frankie Beverly and Mays. You're going to have all that. Mm. It's going to be this, arguments this. going on in the backyard, everything. Yeah, like, this is the ox, scene man. in the movie where it's just the drone cameras going around the yard, and you're seeing, like, there's conversations. Some are happy, some are sad. You know, some are, some are reminiscent, some All are that. laughing. Somebody's playing Uno. Oh, man, you're going to be talking about moms, <laughs> yeah. what happened to what she used to do. Oh, I wish my mom <laughs> was here. And on top of that, I'm going to be eating some cold hot water cornbread because I didn't eat the hot ones earlier, and I'm hungry you again. So now I want some more. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to mess them up with that hot water cornbread this year. I ain't never brought it to y'all. I think my favorite experience was always Fridays. But it's like anytime Yates gets on the ones and twos, it's like you you come here for the sports takes, but you stay for the music. We got good sports takes. A lot of good sports takes. We We better music. We got the great things that went on. (laughs) Way better music. The Milwaukee Bucks over the Lakers. And how Giannis just dominated Anthony Davis and the rest of my team. Uh, LeBron's coming to save the day on Friday. I mean, is that the deal? Tomorrow he'll be in the lineup, 50-50 they're saying, in the lineup against the Celtics. 50-50 opportunity and a chance. Okay. But, I mean, are you – I mean, the Bucks are still under five hundred. They haven't yeah. had a great start to the season. Sixteen games. Oh man, in, they've man. had dudes out. I mean, the Lakers have had dudes out too. But key. Sixteen games. What's the man. issue with the Lakers, key, key. Jay? Frank Vogel. Sometimes I'm telling you, watching Lakers games, it'd be leaving me scratching my head. Like I don't know why last night it took him so long to go into a zone because it kept switching. Like you kept having Rondo and Wayne Ellington on switches guard Giannis. I'm like, when are y'all gonna stop switching? Like it wasn't AD getting roasted last night. AD kept getting screened. And then it just seems like sometimes they just complain all the time. Like, I, AD got fouled a couple of times. He should have went to the free throw line, which I give him credit for on that. But it's like they look for the call more so than they look just to play and go. You know, there's some uh, – it's interesting Maybe they were, Maybe they were switching on their own, and maybe it wasn't because of the coach. Maybe they were switching – maybe they were switching key, on their I, own. I can go deeper, Key, with some of the lineups now, some of the rotations. Don't be looking right. Yates. Man, that first that that fourth quarter, start the fourth quarter, all the guys on the bench, AD, Melo, and them. Like, w- w- what are we doing there? We, we're in striking distance. I'm confused. Yeah, we were in striking distance. We closed the gap real quick, and think we was we was within four, right? Was it four? We was within. You were close. But then we tied up eighty-one, eighty-one. I think we might have tied it up eighty-one, eighty-one, if I'm not mistaken. But, but my point is just the rotations, man. Some of that stuff, I'm like. It just has me questioning it. It's like that y'all need LeBron to come back. That's not for his play before his coaching too. Well, he was coaching. He'd be coaching. Yeah. LeBron be coaching on the sideline. It'd be so funny. He's. Te- I mean, is he not arguably the head coach? No, Frank is more of like yes. the, the the coordinator. Coach, man, y'all need to stop. No. Well, he's Get a, that man the, the lead voice. Get that man respect, man. That dude's the head coach. LeBron, yeah, but it's LeBron like Tom Brady, right? Yeah. He has. It's like Tom Brady. He makes coach. so many audibles like throughout the course of the game. Key, I've seen it. I've seen LeBron come into a timeout and be like, nah, we're going to do this. I've mm-hmm. seen him do it. Well, I mean. 
It's Look, managing a lot of alphas that on that roster too. We'll man. be fine. Y'all don't worry about us. Talk All right, about tell the me Knicks. why. No, no, no. Worry tell, about the Knicks. Tell me why. Sixteen games in the damn no, season. All right, tell me why. Because this it's will sixteen work. games in the season, and it will work. Why? LeBron is out and hurt. We've had other people banged up. We finally got Tucker back, right? And who else? Rondo finally came back. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine, man. Leave me alone. But you're not. We're still waiting for Kendrick Nunn. There you go. Oh yeah, right. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Trevor Ariza still waiting for Trevor. Tre- wait, well, Trevor, yeah, Trevor Ariza still in the league. Wait, least, well, well, yeah, yeah. yeah Trevor Ariza. Because Trevor Ariza gonna give you some hustle. The last OG, he not Tracy you, Morgan. He gonna give you some. He gonna give you some hustle. And then some hustle. And mm-hmm. by the time the trade deadline comes around, we might. Spin some stuff up, package it around, boom, well, you slide know, something, get something else. I tell you, now, what. you gonna stop recruiting JJ Reddick inside the studio every you day. You know he's been doing I'll be that, right? You do it. Oh, I see I him every day. Trade? No, no, no. But you, you he yesterday brought this up, and I know you're gonna keep doing it every time you see him. JJ Reddick, you know JJ, we could use some shooting. No, I ain't told him he nothing. Wanna, he already you know, you know what time it is. He knows the way I feel about his you know, hit rock that he knocks down and what we need. We mm-hmm. need one of them. Yeah, you just say yeah, hit rock. Yeah, hit rock. That's what I call it. Bottom of the net, hit rock. What is that? That ain't no basketball term. What? What the oh, on the West rock? Coast, it is. That's what I'm Jay, on the West hit Coast. Rock, hit rock is basketball terminology yeah, on, on the West, the West Coast. Coast. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jay, Jay, you hit him with the puck. Yeah, that's what I've we never say. heard. <laughs> I've never you heard the stay, terminology. You better stay hit in rock. New Jersey. That's it, it, no, it, it, I do basketball worldwide, son. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. Hits it in the puck. Hits it in the puck. Hit rock. No hooping terminology. Hits it in the puck. I ain't never heard that across the world where I play. He got hit rock, man. That's what he got. So you yeah, right, this man. You're, the you're, goalie, and he hits it in the puck. <laughs> hits it in yeah, the puck. goalie. I'm a hit rock. That, that is, Didn't that they is, just build a new arena, the Rangers? The who? The Rangers. The, the Islanders. They They're opening it this weekend. You going? There's UBS a train arena. that goes right through it or something, right? Uh, it's, it, to it. Yeah, yeah, not through it. It's by a racetrack. <laughs> yeah. I just saw it. Opens. It's I been a long time you. coming. I thought about you and Damon Woody at the Rangers. We're going to be there, and Chris Canny and Bart Scott. We're going to be there and Rangers. celebrate the Islanders being the only Rangers. team in New York that has a chance to win a championship this year. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.